Hi, I'm Tyler Simone, and this is the Happily Self-Conscious Podcast, the show where it's cool to be self-conscious. As a personal development enthusiast, I love to learn how I can become better in all areas of life, and I want to share with you transformative tips and tricks to help you also become your best self. Together, we'll learn how we can become more self-conscious. Let's do it. Welcome to episode number 14. I hope you're doing well. I'm so grateful that you're taking the time to join me here on the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sure you've been seeing this term flying around on social media for some time. You might have experienced it once or twice or more than a few times, or this is your first time hearing the term and you're curious about what it means. What is imposter syndrome and how can we deal with it once we realize that it is something that we are personally dealing with? I want to give you a new way of looking at imposter syndrome because this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel that imposter syndrome and staying in that state of mind is a choice in some ways, and I'll tell you why, but let's first talk about what it is. Imposter syndrome stems from a feeling of unworthiness or self-doubt. Feeling unworthy of a position or an opportunity, it's a condition where you feel anxious and can often feel like a fraud or a phony, leading you to doubt your abilities. Despite your success or accomplishments, internally you don't feel competent, but you instead feel inadequate. Imposter syndrome can be debilitating for some people, a lot of people, leading to stagnation in their careers and in their life in general. It can be dangerous because it can impact the way that people show up and their ability to make decisions. Symptoms of imposter syndrome can include, and I'm sure there are many more than this, but the These are a few. Self-doubt, undervaluing contributions or achievements, attributing success to external factors, sabotaging your own success, setting unrealistic expectations, fear of not living up to expectations, and burnout. While I was reading up on imposter syndrome and planning this episode, I couldn't help but think... For those that suffer from imposter syndrome, and we all have in some capacity, I assume, who are you comparing yourself to? Who do you believe you're supposed to be? Something tells me that comparison has a lot to do with imposter syndrome, and I'm aware that imposter syndrome exists because there are deeper internal issues going on. I thought about this after reading insights from clinical psychologists Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes, who identified and named this phenomenon decades ago. Those who experience imposter syndrome feel 
more inadequate than others facing the same complex situation. They feel that they don't belong in a specific environment at all. This statement was similar to what I was thinking. Because the syndrome has to do with self-perception and feeling like you are unworthy or aren't fully capable of something, we can sometimes feel like we're the only ones feeling this way or that we're the only ones having difficulties or having to fill big shoes and feeling like you're the only one can cause the feeling to persist. We think that everyone else knows what they're doing, that They are completely confident in their role and that they have no self-doubt whatsoever. And that's just not true. So not only are we combating our own feelings of unworthiness or lack of self-confidence that might have been brewing inside of us for years because of our life experiences, we also think that we are the only ones dealing with those feelings The truth is that a lot of people are figuring things out on the fly. So in other words, we're all imposters to some extent. (laughs) We're all just figuring things out, whether that's personally or professionally. No one has all the answers and no one does everything perfectly. Sometimes we get into these positions where we may know how to do some things, but not everything. And we have to rise to the occasion and adapt and grow. And that's what it's all about. It's not that you're not supposed to be in the room or that you're unworthy or incapable. You might just be in a new season where you have to level up. Do you love to read, want to get more into reading, or just really enjoy personal development like I do? I invite you to join me over in the Happily Self-Conscious Book Club, a free virtual book club brought to you by bookclubs.com, designed for anyone who is looking to connect with other people who are on their self-growth journey. I am super excited about this new opportunity to connect with you and to discuss different ways that we can become so much more effective in the way that we show up in the world, personally and professionally. We are all so different. We're in different stages. We've learned different lessons so far, but we do have one thing in common. We are looking to become even better, smarter, and more efficient. I will be joining you and the other book club members live once a month to discuss our most recent book club pick, which will be an inspiring and life-changing self-help novel. So we'll be discussing topics like emotional intelligence, intuition, projection, perfectionism, charisma, presence, leadership, and so much more to help us all on our individual self-growth journeys. This book club is meant to foster community and to spark interesting conversations. I would love for you to join me in becoming even more self-conscious. Click the link located in the show notes to join today. It's just one click away. What I find so strange about imposter syndrome is that sometimes Feeling like an imposter kicks in once you get into the position you've been wanting. Once you finally get into the room that you yourself have worked so hard to be in. So when you think about it, imposter syndrome is uncomfortability 
or believing that you should be someone other than who you are. It seems to happen when you take on a new position or when you have new responsibilities. And when that happens, you have to become a different version of yourself. And that can be scary, but it is only scary because it's different. Things are changing. And I prefer to look at it this way because it makes it easier to move past the feeling rather than adopting this syndrome as a part of you. The imposter phenomenon stems from a sense of inadequacy in the environment that you're in, despite objectively being completely competent. It isn't about assessing the situation, but is about assessing one's self. So I do believe that imposter syndrome can be nurtured, unfortunately, and can persist due to your own personal beliefs about yourself and your environment and lack of support in said environment. But it can be casted out with the help of encouragement and reassurance from yourself and from those around you. Take your work environment, for example. In an environment where you are brought in, but your opinion is not taken into account, you're not being led in an effective way by a boss or a manager, I would assume that feeling like an imposter would persist. But why would you have been asked to join the team or to take the role if you weren't fully capable of executing the responsibilities? This might dip into spirituality a little bit, but nothing happens by accident. You wind up in places that you are meant to be in for whatever reason. Maybe getting rid of imposter syndrome is about self-awareness and taking the time to assure yourself that you are in the room for a reason. I do believe that imposter syndrome has a lot to do with your personal confidence and feeling worthy, but I don't think that we should take on all of the weight, assuming that feeling like an imposter is our fault alone, especially when the environment is not an encouraging one. Isn't it funny how we may feel like an imposter in some situations and not in others when job hunting and reading the job descriptions, qualifications, or the role requirements for jobs, do you always feel like you have every single skill on the list? That you've mastered every system that they ask you to be proficient in? I know I don't. (laughs) Not always. But you still apply, right? Because deep down, you know that you can do the job. I refuse to believe that you were capable of everything on the job description list for every job you've ever applied for. So isn't it funny how we can pick and choose when we let imposter syndrome take over? Does it kick in when applying for the job or on the first day after getting the job? Does it kick in on the first day of the job or the first time you have to give a presentation in front of the team? Sometimes I think that imposter syndrome is just a fancy way of saying, I've never done this before and therefore I am a little nervous. And we all get that feeling. It's a fleeting feeling though. It comes and it goes depending on what's happening. And most times we have to snap out of it pretty quick. 
The other thing about imposter syndrome is that it's not spoken about out loud. No one is going to say out loud to everyone, hey guys, I don't think I have what it takes to be here because when I was younger, no achievement was acceptable in my household. And so everyone is walking around thinking that they're the only one that doesn't have what it takes to do what they need to do. And the imposter syndrome continues because it can feel really lonely. So where do these feelings of self-doubt and being an imposter come from? They can come from your family environment, feeling the need to achieve or overachieve in your household, experiences where you felt like you didn't belong and were casted out by others, internal struggles such as having a habit of internalizing feelings and not communicating outwardly. Feelings of self-doubt or inadequacy are oftentimes deeply rooted and are tough to navigate, but you can get over the imposter syndrome hurdle. Here are a few of the different ways that you can do that. Self-awareness is the key. Acknowledge your feelings and don't ignore them because you can sabotage your own success by pretending that they are not there. Don't attach yourself to your thoughts. Don't believe every thought that you have. A lot of thoughts are rooted in fear. They are not facts, just like feelings are not facts. When you're having these feelings, feeling like you're an imposter, reflect on proof or experiences that prove that you are competent or capable. I'm sure you can list many reasons why you have what it takes to do what you need to do. You've developed skills over time. You went to school and got the education. You've tackled things like this before. Challenge those negative thoughts with more positive, empowering ones to get yourself out of the downward spiral. Remember that growing is necessary. Doing challenging things, taking on new roles or projects is necessary in this life and there is a first time for everything. You may feel uncomfortable at first, but we all have when embarking on something new. Even if you don't have all of the answers, the goal is to grow and to level up. And instead of focusing on the negative voices or thoughts, be proud of how far you've come and be excited to move further along in your journey. I'm not saying that dealing with self-doubt or imposter syndrome is easy because it's not, but I do think that it's our job to change those negative thoughts and to take more control of our own mind as much as we can. And I definitely don't want to downplay how detrimental, how painful, or how serious imposter syndrome is because it is damaging to a lot of people. It's a result of what we've experienced, things we've heard throughout our lifetime, pain that we've gone through, but just like any other obstacle, it doesn't have to be something that consumes us. Despite maybe feeling like an imposter or questioning whether we belong somewhere, with the right tools and a change in mindset, we can quiet that voice when it starts to make us feel bad about ourselves. With self-awareness, reflection, and an overall desire to just continue moving forward forward despite uncomfortable feelings, we can become better at handling those negative thoughts and change the way that we see ourselves. 
I have two quotes for you today. If you hear a voice within you say you cannot paint, then by all means, paint and that voice will be silenced. And doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. I definitely enjoyed reading up on this phenomenon that everyone is talking about. And I loved learning more about how we can fight against imposter syndrome and stop it from taking over our lives. If you have a personal development topic that you are interested in hearing more about here on this podcast, leave a suggestion in the podcast suggestion box linked in the show notes. I'm super curious to know what you're interested in. And before you go, I would really appreciate it if you left a quick review to help push this podcast out to other people who are on their personal development journey. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to click the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you see another one on the list that you think looks interesting, take a listen or just download it for later. I'll see you next time.